Silence! It's time! It's time! It's time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Can you dig it, sucker? Grab a cinder pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a cinder pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a cinder pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 351 of Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me with the band, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey, Tyler. I'll tell you what, man. It's been a while, but at the same time, I feel ready to go. Yeah. Same these. It's been like that sort of time where it's like I've been getting a lot more energy than normal, and uh, I'm not too sure whether it's springtime or it's like maybe a new motivational thing. But it's like I feel like I want to get a whole hell of a lot of things done in like a short amount of time, and it's kind of like a Energizer Bunny effect where it's like I have periods to where okay, I want to have my relaxing period, and then all of a sudden when I get like a new game or I get like some bits of goals going, it's like I just want to get everything done, have my ducks in a row. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, I've been doing fine. Picked up a few things gaming-wise. Got a uh, new controller. Purple one. So sexy. He showed me and, for, the, for the new Sergeant Oh, my Porter. gosh. Oh, my gosh, though. Yeah, it, it is pretty sexy. And that's the exact same thought I had when I was like, oh, wow, this is going to look sexy right here. And it's like, all of a sudden, I picked up two games, too. I picked up the Uncharted, the Lost Legacy. Mm, nice. And I picked up Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. So both of those games I want to try out. But uh, other than that, though, eh, been kind of the same thing. Work, this, that. How about you, Tyler? Um, I'm kind of, I feel you there, where it's like we're kind of in a weird time right now weather-wise here as well, where it's like last week it was spring, and then like all of a sudden over the weekend it was like negative 20 out for like two days. And then it's like now it's back in like the 30s and 40s again. And I don't know, like last night we had like some like freezing rain and it kind of got a little slick, and now it's like nice out again today. I don't understand yeah. what the hell's going on, Gables. It's it's mid February. This is supposed to be like the worst time of the year for like weather. Yeah, it's been nice. I feel like we're gonna get it's gonna be like the, we're gonna have like a mix of like spring is coming and no, actually it's fucking winter assholes. Uh, <laughs> to like mid April, I feel like that's what's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like I I don't know what to do. Like I don't know. Like cause normally when it's winter time, I just hibernate. I don't want to go outside ever. Yeah, and it's like I don't like. Do I go outside and like take the dogs for a walk? And I'm like, all right, it feels good. And you get like halfway down the street, you get like halfway down, you know, you're 30 yards away from the door and all of a sudden a snowstorm hits. It's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, it's weird. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, now I'm like hibernating with the blankets and look outside and it's fucking, the snow is melting and birds are chirping. I'm like, God damn it. What do I do? Um, yeah. But I, you know, it's it funny. I was sitting there like talking, I'm like, oh yeah, I went to the, uh, I was telling Gables for the pod, uh, podcast. I'm like, yeah, Courtney gave me a hundred bucks for Valentine's day and stuff. Told me to go to GameStop and go crazy. So I bought some like you know bought some PlayStation bucks and some Nintendo bucks, and then while I was there, I'm like, oh shit, they got they had a Presidents Day sale. And I'm like, yeah, I bought they had Joy Cons for forty bucks, uh, a Joy Con set for forty dollars. I bought the blue and the red. I bought a new like little Joy Con, the little controller thing you slide them into. Uh, what else did I see? Oh, I, oh, and I got a they had like the third party wireless controllers for Switch on sale. And I bought that for twenty five bucks. I'm like, oh yeah, it's really cool. And he showed me that goddamn beautiful purple PS4 controller. I'm like, you son of a bitch. It's like, I'm like, look at my penis, Gables. And he's like, look at this penis. Uh. It just whomp on the table. <laughs> <laughs> and 
every single time. Hashtag anime penis. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make that the, the, the title again. It's going to be like the, the anime porn. That One time I, I made the oh episode. Oh, my God. Uh, the anime... I kid you not. I kid you not, Tyler. When you did that, I checked upon YouTube, our page, and I checked upon the video, the views of that. That was fucking funny. There was like over 100 views. Yeah. But yeah, like, we're not, we don't brag. We don't like, our YouTube views are like, it's less modest, than 10. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, we don't get a lot of views. Like, most, pretty much all of our downloads come from like, uh, like Facebook and, and like people like clicking the link on Facebook and Twitter and stuff because oh, yeah. I can see that. And, and I'm like, like yeah, and even like through like things like Lipson and like uh, iTunes as well. I mean, we honestly yeah. we appreciate all you guys for going through and taking forth the effort to listen to us whenever we go through a record and like upload stuff. But yeah. on our YouTube page, it's like, well, the algorithm stuff has pretty much screwed us over in that regard. Yeah. And we're just like, you know what? Let's just spice things up a little bit. And so yeah. I, it wasn't even like a clickbait thing because like I, I, if I want it, like I can make thumbnails if I had to. I can. If we want to record live and make it like an actual like camera view, we could probably do it. Probably. Uh, just I don't want it's just it's a lot of shit we don't really want to do or anything like that. And it was just like it was just funny. Like, I go in and look at it like three days later. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell's going on? This is, it was a video game anime porn or I can't remember what the title was. It was, it was oh bad. my gosh! So I'm gonna make this one hashtag anime penis, and we're gonna. We're gonna blow out anime porn, for sure. It's like one of the most downloaded episodes ever. It's fucking oh nuts. My God. Oh, it's fucking weird. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm doing okay. It's the same old, same old. Working, blah blah, and all that fun jazz. It's a uh, Tuesday the 18th as we're recording this. So, um, it's been a couple weeks since we sat down and recorded. Last time we recorded a couple weeks ago, we did like a three hour session. Um. Mm-hmm. So before we we, we figure you know, we said we're gonna do the video uh, our game of the year for 2019. I even I know it's late, but you know, <laughs> we did we did the game of the decade things in, in its place. So we figured uh, we'll jump into this now. And not been a lot going on in the last couple of weeks. We, we were kind of like spoiled. Not really. Spo- I don't want to say spoiled. We were spoiled with news, but none of a lot of not a lot of it was good news because everything great was pushed out longer. Um, but uh, I figured we just have a little quickie episode before we get into our game of the year show. Um, yeah. So, uh, like I said, not a lot of news, but I had a, I had a question for you, Gables. And what's I had a that? question for you. Um, where the fuck is my Nintendo Direct at? <laughs> I know we got one announced today for, <laughs> for, for goddamn Animal Crossing. It's 25 minutes, and I'm going to watch it on Thursday. And maybe by the time this comes out, it's going to be old news. By the time you're hearing this anyways, it might be old news. But uh, part of me is hoping that like there's going to be like, oh, but there's one more thing, and it's going to blow our goddamn minds. I'm not, I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm hopeful. Where the oh, fuck's man. our direct cables, and what's your what's your feelings on the Animal Crossing direct? Are you excited? Well, let's see. For one, I am excited about the Animal Crossing direct because I want to know a little bit more about the details of the game before it initially does release next month. I am a fan of Animal Crossing, and so are some of my friends. Mm-hmm. In terms of the other Nintendo games, in terms of Nintendo Direct stuff, we have been seeing a whole bunch of leaks in regards to third party stuff collection things, potentially maybe Bioshock collection, like XCOM stuff or whatever. But at the same time, I kind of have the full suspicion is we're probably going to get another Nintendo Direct possibly after the Animal Crossing one, maybe in another week or two. Who knows? That's what I'm guessing. But at the same point, what Nintendo's doing right now is just advertising their next main release game, and that's Animal Crossing. (laughs) But, uh, 
no, don't be surprised if we don't hear, like, another Nintendo Direct maybe until, like, March. Like, maybe early March, you know? Because it's like... They do have a subsequent amount of games that they plan to release, but in terms of the, like, say, during the whole springtime and maybe the rest of the that time up until summer, we know next to nothing. Yeah, well, <laughs> we know, like, No More Heroes, the Pokemon DLC. Mm-hmm. There's a Mystery Dungeon Pokemon game coming out at the beginning of March. Yep. Uh, Animal Crossing, and I, that's really about it. So, yeah. And now there's, now there's talks that... There's a lot of talks that... Nintendo want to release Breath of the Wild 2 or whatever it's going to be called at, for the holiday this year, but now it's sound like it's going to be a spring 2021 game. Uh, so it's like, what the hell is going to happen the rest of the year? So, they got to have some major game for the holiday. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I want, like, I don't know, like a lot of people keep saying like Metroid Prime 4, like one, like that was a big talk last year. All Metroid Prime 4 is going to be a big holiday game. We're like, that game was just rebooted like a year and a half ago. It was a year and a half. They just rebooted that game, and quite honestly, in terms of game development-wise, if they want to get that Metroid game right and not have like another other M situation, I think they're. <laughs> I think it's in good chance that we're not going to see any rhyme or any type of footage of that game for the rest of this year. Yeah, I would further. I would probably see a Metroid Prime trilogy, which more than likely that's probably going to end up happening. That or possibly, if rumors are correct, and they possibly could be. Maybe a Super Metroid remade. You never mm. know. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, because look at what Nintendo has been doing. Last year, Link's Awakening. That was... Came out of left field, to say the least, for old school Nintendo fans. Yeah, that, that been, that been rumored for... There been rumors that it was a 3DS game. That was the one yes. shock, though. Was everybody thought it was a 3DS game for a couple years, and then it, the, the big shock was, yeah. it was actually a Switch game. Yeah, and the... And it's some of similar rumors that are coming out, possibly, of a remastered of Super Metroid. Which, you know what, I'd be openly happy with it. I would love for yeah. them to either release something Metroid-related that's not Federation Force or Other <laughs> M or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Federation Force 2. Oh, oh my god. You know how that would... <laughs> It would be absolutely one of the most downvoted fucking trailers. <laughs> be like a, a farting in church. Oh, that's similar effect, but with a Nintendo fan. That's just mm-hmm. with Nintendo fans present, you know, the church of Nintendo, and all of a sudden you just let loose <laughs> that let that wet fart that is Federation Force Two, and all of a sudden you just have everybody with their pitchforks and their Mario hats. Certainly <laughs> mm-hmm. so. <sighs> But yeah, we're probably not going to see another Nintendo Direct until maybe like another couple of weeks from now, maybe early March. But that's what I would guess. Yeah, no, I'm I I sort of think that's true. Um, that that would probably be the case. And it's I mean they maybe don't really have to because you like so many the I was like you know kind of like listen because it's like where it's the longest stretch we've gone since they made directs a thing uh, without an actual like not that wasn't like an exclusive game direct uh, that we've gone without uh, like a Nintendo Direct. Um, so it's been like 170 days, I think, or so. Yeah. So that's over four months, um, yeah. which is a crazy. To think that I it feels like we go longer without them, or it felt like you're know, going three four months without Drex was kind of a normal thing. Like, didn't realize we get one usually almost every couple months, which is crazy to think. Um, I'm surprised we even got like a mini one. I know we got like the Pokemon thing, but um, you know. I don't know. It's it's been kind of weird. Like they've been hard to predict. Um, they've always been hard to predict, but even more so. This generation, it's been hard to predict uh, what the hell they're going to do. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just hopeful. You know, I'm, I'm 
I'm looking. It's it's kind of fun and scary at the same time. Uh, like when you don't know a lot. Like this whole this, like we talked about before. Like this whole year is kind of like we were just looking at like the video game release schedule before we started recording, and I was just like, "Fucking March is crazy. April's crazy. May's got a few things, and yeah. then after after that, it's just like it's literally like we know Cyberpunk and um, uh, the Avengers game in September, and that's it. Like there's literally like summer five things on the rest of that for the rest of the year on the list with dates and that's all we have like i mean i know like there's like halo infinite is a launch game but i mean like for xbox series x but it's like it's kind of it's it's a scary and like i said scary and fun because it's like it's fun because your imagination goes wild like what the man, we can like anything's in play right now but also it's scary like what if there's like nothing like because you know last year was kind of a down year for gaming but it's like it's kind of be expected when you're uh, kind of going into the new generation everybody's kind of reloading uh like everybody's like 2016 17 18 we were spoiled with games um yep. absolutely spoiled and oh, yeah. 19 you know it's kind of like a reload year kind of like how 2013 14 were to a certain extent like 13 we had a few few great games but it was like 14 uh was was a pretty down year as well when everybody was like it's the end of the generation game slash we're just porting it over to the new consoles and i think we're we're kind of in that stage again where everybody's holding their cards close to the vest. Yep. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun, scary time right now for gaming. But, um, that kind of brings me, um, you know, to our next little topic. We already talked about like 2020 is kind of a mystery, but what are the games that we know for that have 2020 release dates you're looking forward to? Like your most anticipated games for this year. All right. So from what I know, the things that I'm really looking forward to is one doom eternal, that's definitely one of the games that I'm looking forward to playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, another is Animal Crossing, which, yeah, I just went into a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than those two, I have Final Fantasy VII Remake, which, hell, it's three days before my birthday. It's one of the it's one of those games and stuff where it looks like I'm going to be getting into, despite not playing through and beating the original, which I've had for quite a long time now. Let's see... Other than that, for concrete-wise, Persona 5 Royal. Another Hmm. RPG, but at the same time, whenever Atlas does a remaster or, like, a subsequential, like, best-of version of a Persona game, they usually add in a whole bunch of good content. So, for example, you had Persona 3, and then you had, like, the... Persona 3 Fest, which just basically had additional gameplay, additional characters and that. Same thing with Persona 4, when they went from Persona 4 to Persona 4 Golden for the Vita in that regards. So for Persona 5 Royal, there's definitely some new characters, new things that I want to look forward to and want to play and stuff. So that's definitely probably the last game that I know of right now that I want to play, despite owning the original. (laughs) Hmm. How about you, Tyler? Yeah. Um... I, I got quite but the Persona 5 World, that's not coming to Switch, is it? It's only to be perfectly it's PS4 honest, only, isn't it? It's PS4 only, but mm. most recently, in terms of like the PR or something for I think it's the US version of Atlas, they said yesterday in regards to hey, if you want Persona 5 on Switch or Persona on Switch, just talk loudly or something on it, you know, just oh, yeah, spread that's the right. word, blah blah blah. And yeah. that's why Twitter had one of the most trending topics yesterday of break persona free which <laughs> basically means they want the persona games on switch yeah they're fantastic so, games I, this is what I'm confused. so what's the persona game that is coming to switch scramble scramble persona okay five scramble 
Is that like the fighting game? No, no. That's something completely different, Tyler. What you're thinking of is like, oh my gosh. There are two Persona fighting games that are on PS3 and Xbox 360. Mm. But I forget the entire names of like the sequel, but I think Persona 4 Arena was one of them. I played through that on PS3. All characters, this and that. Great story mode. Actually, the story mode and the combat was some of the best thing. Some of the best things about that game. But, uh, yeah, that's something subsidiary. And what basically what the Switch has is Persona 5 Scramble, which kind of, honestly, it's sort of a continuation of the Persona 5 story, from what I understand, but I don't know exactly what the gameplay or what the the specifics are. Looks like a hack and slash. I'm looking up screenshots right now. Looks like a hack and slash kind of game. Oh. Another like a third-person hack and slash. I see it, it looks like... That's what it looks like. Kind of like a Dynasty Warriors, maybe? Yeah, exactly like that, actually. Because, like, um, all the screenshots are in Japanese, but... Well, hell, um, I'd be into that, you know? I have, like, Fire Emblem Warriors and freaking... Oh, that's <laughs> Freaking Hyrule Warriors and stuff, oh, you know? It's like... Game. <laughs> I know, I know. Ah, it's just good games, good games. <laughs> um, but what are the games you looking forward to, man? Um, So, like I said, it's kind of, like... There's not, like, a lot of, like... There's a couple of top end games, and they'll you know obviously Doom Eternal March twentieth um, oh. is big for me. Uh, Last of Us, you know, part two in on May 29th. Uh, yeah, the two big ones for me probably for what we know right now probably one and two for game of the year already for twenty twenty for me. Um, but uh, kind of the rest of the games looking forward to is I, I uh, I was telling you before the show like I just started replaying uh, Ori in the Blind Forest. I'm just. Uh-huh. Like, I want to give it a second chance, play through it. It's on. It's on. I already own it, but the definitive edition, I didn't. I don't own that one. It's on Game Pass, so I downloaded it. Started, I'm only just. Be the, I'm still in the prologue, so uh, want to give it a second chance. But you know, I was kind of like I was watching. I saw some videos for uh, Will of Wisp, and I was like, oh man, like that game looks beautiful. That looks like my kind of game. Uh, so I want to give it a second shot. So I'm, I'm tentatively looking forward to Will of the Wisp on March 11th. Um, but really, after like, there's not a lot coming from the beginning of this year to March 20th. There's nothing right. really um, yeah. till Doom. Um, I, I pre-ordered that Predator's Hunting Grounds, I believe is what's called, mm-hmm. on PS4. Like it's it's basically the Friday Thirteenth game, but with Predator, and it looks pretty awesome. And people will say pretty good thing. It's only forty bucks, so yeah. I, I went ahead and pre-ordered that. I'm looking forward to playing that. And hopefully, um, we can get the Talk Ship guys uh, to get that because I oh, had a blast nice. playing Friday Thirteenth with them. Especially like Extra Life a couple of years ago and stuff. Oh so my gosh, yeah, we again. had a blast playing with the guys at Talking Ship. Yeah, yeah, there's some 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 of my most fun memories of this uh, this generation playing uh, Friday Thirteenth. <laughs> then Justin hopped in late and played with me too, like that year too. Oh but, my god, yeah, that game was great. So I don't know if it'd be as fun because kind of the, some of the fun of the Friday Thirteenth game was the jank jankiness of it, and this Predator game actually looks like a, a smooth, well made game. So. Who knows if it'd be as fun, oddly enough. Mm. Um, Who knows, man? A kind of a game that's under the radar, surprisingly. For It's a big IP, but uh, it's a side game. So um, it's been shown off the last couple E3s uh, at, for Xbox, but hasn't been a lot of buzz around it. But it's called Gears Tactics. It's a Gears of War game, but it's like in the style of XCOM. Uh-huh. And you know, if you've listened to the show for a long time, a lot of people know I love that style, like XCOM-style games, but I don't like XCOM because it's just... It's too deep. I don't like the, um, the. It's more. I enjoy the gameplay parts of it. I just hate right the this the side parts of it in between the game where you're like all the management and all that shit. I don't like it. Um, so like there was oh fuck the Steam World heist was amazing. 
Uh, I played that, beat the shit out of that 3DS. We played it again on PS4. Um, and there was the uh, the Mario Luigi's Battle, or no, a Mario and Rabbids uh, Battle Kingdom uh, was my second favorite game of 2017, oddly enough. Uh, it's still funny when I think about that. Uh, but um, like, I love that style of game. I get really hooked on it. I love the strategy of it. So, and I love Gears. So um, I'm really excited about that. It's going to be a Game Pass game. So why the fuck not play it? Um, like I said, I already said Last of Us. Another game, I, I'm, I know it's probably going to be bad. But I, I gotta I gotta play it because the first time we're ever getting one, Fast and Furious Crossroads is coming this May. Um, I already pre-ordered that one as well. Uh, the only thing that sucks about the game is the fact that it's sixty dollars. Um, I feel like the game should not be full price, but I am uh, I'm hopeful that's gonna be good. There's no release date yet; it's just May. And then the last one I already already pre-ordered this one: Cyberpunk twenty seventy-seven, September seventeenth. Um, really, really excited about that game. That game looks like it could be amazing. Um, you know, I'm someone that tried to get into like the Witcher games, stuff like that. Yeah. I just, the, that kind of like, there's always like exceptions to the rules of like, but I don't really like the medieval kind of feeling. Like I, when I was a kid, I loved like those RPGs, but growing up, I kind of like, I don't know. I just get wears all wears on me after a while. Like there's exceptions, obviously like Lord of the Rings, shit like that. I still game of Thrones. I love those. Um, but dragon age love like the first dragon age. I love that. But, uh-huh. uh, um, I don't know. Seeing them go into a open world, I love their style. I love what they do. Um, I love their stories they do. So I'm curious to see what they do with Cyberpunk. That'd be pretty cool. But that's um, that's pretty much what I'm looking forward to. Like I said, I, mean, I already talked about like 2020 is pretty barren. We don't know a lot. Yep. Um, I don't know. Like uh, before we get out of here to do our game of the uh, game of the year podcast, uh, is there anything we've been playing the last couple of weeks? Actually, there have been plenty. But okay. for the sake of our time and stuff, I'm just gonna go over a little bit of Cliff Notes thing. Okay. One, I've been playing a game that I downloaded on eShop on my Switch called Night Slasher. Oh, okay. Well, Night Slashers is a old-school Data East arcade game that they had on sale for about two bucks. I picked that up alongside of a couple other games on the eShop, like Joe and Mac, the arcade thing, and like a couple other games I'll get into probably later down the line. But Night Slasher is sort of like one of those beat-em-up games. It's kind of like one of the style where they were like arcade suckers, you know, where it's like the quarter suckers and stuff, where the game's difficulty was purely so that you could spend enough quarters and stuff like that in order to spend the game. Yeah. In order to beat the game. So it's like, it's one of those types where you have a choice of three different characters. You get to face all sorts of like, uh, like werewolves, zombies, vampires. It's the perfect type of game and stuff for Halloween, quintessentially. And man, I'll tell you what, one of the biggest draws of this game, it's not just the combat or the character stuff, but it's the gore, the amount of gore inside mm. this 2D sprite anime like uh, thing from like the 90s. You, you literally have like zombies that are exploding and like freaking organs and everything else or like entrails and this and that. I'm like, thinking, holy shit, this game is so fucking gorely detailed in terms of the 2D sprites and this and that. That's just one of those... It kind of just took me by surprise, you know, kind of the shock factor a little bit. You know, it's like, whoa, okay, this dude's head exploded, or this this dude's thing just went through and did this and that. But uh, I have played through the main arcade of it twice with two out of the three characters. And uh, one is like this dude that's like has blonde hair and stuff, has these cybernetic arms, right? But uh, the other one is sort of like a uh, like a Chinese acrobatic like lady. 
who has a couple different types of like special moves. Like one is just like this like a phoenix attack where it just basically engulfs the entire screen in like flames and stuff and like a picture of a like a phoenix or something. And the other one is like sort of this airstrike where it's kind of like when you're in the air and press the special button, it just lightning just rains down like all the screen. It's pretty much a screen nuke, is what I'm just <laughs> saying. It is. But essentially the special moves in this game are screen nukes. You get it's like so Street, many... Street Rage too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh it would be a 2D fighting game without some form of a screen nuke. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what's hilarious about that is you can get like groups of enemies, like about, God, I want to say about five to about ten of them. And then all of a sudden you do that and it just sometimes it kills them in one blow. <laughs> but uh, the game's length isn't too long. It's divided up into around seven stages, I want to say. You know, roughly around seven stages. They last you probably like around 20 to 30 minutes. Because this is like one of those old school kind of arcade games and stuff, they reworked it to where they you can actually push one of the shoulder buttons and it actually inserts coins inside of it. So you can actually go through and put like about maybe 20, 30 coins and stuff. And uh, how the lives work is basically if you run out of all three lives and stuff, that and like get a game over or something like that, that counts as one credit. Hmm. I kind of like the way that works. Because if they had done it for every time you died... Oh my god, that would run out so quick for terms of credits. Because they have that same type of feature for uh, the King of Fighters 98, another game I had been playing on the Switch. Where you do that, and it essentially sort of works the same way. Only, every time you lose a fight and stuff, you actually lose one credit. So that's kind of different than what Nice Slashers is doing. But, uh, overall, the quality of the game's alright and stuff. I probably want to go over it maybe one more time. For the last one, which is uh, a vampire hunter, ironically. <laughs> but uh, I probably am going to be finished with it as soon as I go through the final playthrough. But uh, another game that I have been playing... I have been playing a bit of Uncharted Lost Legacy. Nice. I started it a couple days ago. I am about around halfway through the game. I checked the chapters, and there's only like about maybe nine chapters in this game at all. Yeah, I it's pretty short. I can understand why it was like 20 bucks initially when they came out with it. So far, so good. The HDR stuff from the get-go, I didn't know this thing had like HDR type of functionality of it. And oh, yeah. Putting, and what's kind of funny, it, when that was enabled and I was playing through the initial opening cutscene where you're pretty much like at this little stand and stuff like that, talking to this little girl, I see Chloe, right? She's all dressed up, you know, like this, like this hood, this garb and everything else. And all of a sudden... I don't know how this happened, but there was a glitch that happened where she was going to be walking over, right? But all of a sudden, I see her all of a sudden starting moving by herself, like, towards the front of the screen, you know? Kind of like a slide forward, like, suddenly. I'm like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) So, essentially, it's it's almost kind of like the effect where you see, like, something coming towards the screen or something like that. Just jarringly, like, just super quick. I think I have it recorded on my PlayStation. If I get it, if I actually get it uploaded, so I can show you what I mean. But uh, that happened. But other than that, there hasn't been any type of glitches. The unlocking mechanic, I'm not really much of a fan of because it kind of uh, it kind of detracts from the combat a bit. I mean, I can understand maybe a little bit of pressure while you're in the midst of like like one of those firefights or whatsoever. But I kind of feel like it's out of place. I mean, I can understand because Chloe's a thief and this and that, but it kind of breaks up the 
action in a way where I kind of don't like. But I technically don't have to do that if I don't want to. But there's some bits of the game where you're kind of required to crack open some cases, get some weapons, and do and do whatever. But uh, combat is still good. It's still Uncharted. Which is a good thing, obviously. But, uh, yeah, so far so good. The story's okay. Gameplay's fine. Getting those stealth kills are still super satisfying. Especially when you take down, like, about five to ten, like, armed thugs or something like that. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, all clear. I'm like, whoa, I actually felt like a badass doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, other than that, I have been playing a game that I've been playing off and on for the past couple of years. And that's Dead by Daylight. I am got back to playing Dead by Daylight. I've been doing it now kind of fairly consistent over the past week or two. I wanted to get back in it because I want to have something to play on my new computer that I'm using here. And quintessentially, I downloaded Steam. I got Dead by Daylight thing. All the patches all worked out. And I've just been making some bits of progress. I already have the character that I started playing the game with at level 50. If I choose to, I could go ahead and have her be prestiged, so that way it resets her stats and resets her things and this and that. But instead of doing that, I'm going on to another survivor, trying to get all the blood web like perks and offerings and everything else for something else. My main plan is I want to just play this game in bits and chunks. Like mm-hmm. I limit myself to maybe to about four or five matches or something like that per night. And I just want to have like a good solid maybe half an hour to an hour at most playing this game get a little bit of chunks a bit of progress as like a survivor or if i depending upon like what type of dailies there are i want to try to maybe switch it up maybe be a killer and stuff and then just earn a bit of blood points to do stuff what i'm basically saying is i'm trying to make goals and i am accomplishing goals little by little i'm not trying to be like hyper competitive with it or oh hey i want to get this every single time or this or that nah I'm basically playing it the way I want to play it, where I'm going to go ahead, maybe win a couple matches, but I don't really give a shit if, say, people escape or if I get caught. I care if I make progress and have fun doing it, which for the most part have been succeeding. I have actually went through an entire match just recently where, I kid you not, everyone else in my party got killed. I had, like, (laughs) one generator left. I'm facing off against this new killer, which is called the Omni, or the Oni, which is this gigantic, like, samurai-looking thing with a big old red mask. And so what I initially did is I went to the center thing at right after the last survivor or something, like, died on the hook. And I'm inside this, like, little hut and stuff in the center of the map. All of a sudden I hear something, this, like, creaking thing, like, like something, like, uh, opened up. I looked outside. He's like, well, there's got to be a hatch somewhere, right? And I look, and there's the fucking hatch. <laughs> Not even a, ten seconds after the last survivor dies, I find the hatch... And I jump in it, and I escape, and I'm like, well, I couldn't have, per- I couldn't have played that perfectly. Because <laughs> I knew, and here's the thing about it, Tyler, it's like, when you get down to just yourself, if there's like a specific amount of generators on, a hatch will appear. Now, where it's going to be centered at sometimes will be randomly generated. But there are some maps that have a dedicated spot for a hatch. Now, if you have something called a key... It can actually unlock the hatch without having to go through and get the, uh, without, you know, without having to wait for a specific condition to happen. But they're not very useful if you 
know for a fact that you're not going to be able to use it quite efficiently, which it's really random. I don't like using keys. I just like going through regularly, and if I happen to get a hatch, I'll do it. But, uh, yeah, I've been playing a little bit of this uh, killer called the Huntress. She's very fun. She has throw, she has like tossable hatchets, and she has this sort of a perk and stuff to where it's like a hex sort of totem and stuff to where it actually decreases the amount of success rate that a survivor gets for like doing shit like skill points and stuff. It just kind of adds on little bits of like uh, compound stuff. The more type of perks and stuff you get with this with the killers in general. But other than that, though, that's pretty much what I have been playing. How about you? Um, so, I've only played a few games, uh, like I said, I jumped to the, uh, uh, Ori, um, I'm kind of in that, you know, like, that still in between phase, wait, just waiting for the next big thing to come out, um, Doom, uh, but I, uh, I did, uh, I did finish After Party, um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that quite a bit, uh, I, I liked it, cause, I mean, like, I talked about the last time we recorded, uh, is that it was, it was, it was funny, and it was charming, the characters were great, um, but uh, I, I liked how, like, the ending... So, like, the, the people, just for a refresher, these two college kids that are celebrating the college graduation, they end up in hell. They don't know what happened. They're all sudden, uh-huh. but they're in hell. And, it, like, the, the, the writing is super well done. It's fantastic. It's funny. Uh, laughing. I didn't go more than 10 minutes out. Like, at least a chuckle. Um, but uh, I, I liked how, like, they kind of, like, get deeper into, like, you know, oh, it's hell. It's kind of funny. But, like, they make it, like... They get like a little deeper, where like they get a little serious about it. Like the, the, the backstory, like there's actually some depth to the like, the story, where it's not just like some basic, like you see like a lot of comedies. Ah, there's the funny guy, there's the screw up, there's the straight uh-huh. guy, you know things like that. Like they actually like get into like in depth with like some of the characters, like with Satan and some of like um, his his friends he has around, and it it deals with like a lot. Where like so basically like the hell is just a party. It's like it's like a party place. Everybody just all they do is drink. It's just, it's just drinking all the time. And his his party, uh, he has a nonstop party at his, like, giant mansion he essentially has in hell. And, like, it just gets deep. Like, my, I guess spoilers for the end a little bit. But it's been out for a little while now. Um, but, uh, like, it gets to the end. Like, so you, like, you do all this shit to, like, so you can even, like, basically you have to outdrink Satan. Um, uh-huh. To, like, he's, like, his deal is if you can outdrink me, then I'll let you live. I'll bring you, I'll let you go back you know, to earth and you can live and you do all this shit to like even prove that you're worth, uh, facing him. And you get to the end there. Like there's a lot of like some, the story built to it, but like, it kind of gets like serious where like it talks about like alcoholism and like, uh-huh. um, and like it talk, it, it does a lot. Like it gets deep. Like this whole game is about joking around getting drunk. And like you can drink certain drinks and like that tells you like this drink here will like kind of make you like flirty. This drink here will make you an asshole. This drink here will, kind of like you you'll you don't really care what you you'll say what you want like you can say what you want so like when you go to talk to people you always have two options to say there's like the be the nice guy or kind of like uh, a little passive aggressive and then if you if you're drunk enough you can drink whenever your character's not talking you can just drink and you go up to the bar and you get you pick these drinks you want and if you drink this like you're talking to like there's a boy and a girl girl character and for the girl you're the guy character you talk to a girl and you drink the flirty drink there's a third option that pops up you can pick you can be a little flirtatious. Uh, there's one that makes you like you could talk. There's one that makes you talk like a sailor, like a pirate. Um, uh-huh. Like there's some there's some fun ones and there's fun things to do with it. And the whole game is like it's kind of funny and charming and shit like that. And then you get to the end there and it's like it kind of makes you like like we're trying to like so it turns into like um oh fuck what's it called 
uh, when you, you have a intervention. So like it turns to like you go to like you go to finally have a drink off with Satan, and then like all these all his friends show up, and like this is an intervention. And you have to decide uh-huh. like either I can stay in hell and help him stop drinking, or I can choose to um, still face him in this competition. And you can lose the competition still. Like it, it's it's a game like you know you, your narratives do affect what happens. Like you can there's whole sections right. of the game that you can miss out on, and um, so it kind of got interesting in like how you deal with like like okay there's like do I want to help Satan better himself like and become like stop drinking and like help these guys or do I want to be you know, selfish in a, in, a, in a sense and like go back to, to being alive again like or potentially like you could like I said you could still lose the the final game. And it was kind of fun how it jumped to that and delved into that. Like, I thought that was really well done. And it's not a very long game. It's like five hours, I want to say, maybe six uh-huh. hours altogether. But it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Like, I can't wait to see it. Like, they made Oxen Free before this. Uh, they used to work. They were the, I can't remember. Oh, shit. I can't remember the name of the the company, uh, the developers off the top of my head. But they they actually worked on the first season of Walking Dead Telltale. So, and they broke off and did their own thing. So, right. they got a good pedigree behind them. Um I've been on kind of a Game Pass kick with Xbox lately. Uh, that's where I played this game. Uh, that Sayonara Wild Heart, I believe it was called, is coming next week. So I've been uh-huh. wanting to play that forever. So I'm excited about playing that. Um, I also played uh, a game I was playing on picking up on the Switch. It was a Switch exclusive until it recently came out on Game Pass. Uh, Creature in the Well. Um, yeah. It's a top-down kind of like a... It's kind of like a hack and slash game. It's kind of it's interesting where like you go into like rooms uh, and like there's like it's like a pinball game, but you have like a sword and like you can like you have multiple weapons like certain like certain weapons like you can build up, uh, so you can like build up three uh, balls at once and you hit like you can hit these like targets and stuff. But they can come back and hit you and they cause damage. You can die, right. and you have to use these to earn points to unlock doors and shit. Like it's a it's a really well made fun game. Um, like you're a robot and like the sandstorm and like you're going through like. Uh, different like essentially that kind of dungeons i guess um but it's a lot of fun it's a top-down game um it's kind of got a unique style to it that i like a lot um i've only played it for i only played like for like an hour or so i enjoyed it but it, not enough to like go back to it but uh it's it's fun it's kind of it's, it's cool i i would definitely say check it out at least because uh it's got some yeah. nice style to it and then uh i played the uh the last minute at least i played the uh the um oh shit the beta um to uh bleeding edge it's uh, that new Ninja Theory game that's coming out in April. Uh, I love Ninja Thir- Theory. I love like Hellbound and stuff like that. I love a few other games they've made too. But uh, they, they're really good at making like third-person like action adventure games. And this is kind of this is a big change for them. It's actually it's a um, kind of like an Overwatch style game, um, character-based like third-person. Yes. Game. This one's third-person, but like uh, some characters have like you know guns and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's like more melee style. Um, and I, I played a handful of games. The, the one game they had is like. You have to like grab. It's like kind of almost like capture the flag, and like you have to grab these vials or something. I don't. Know, I can't remember what they call them. You grab these vials. And you got to take them back to these little areas, and you have to like stay there for like twenty seconds without dying to like return them. Stuff like that. I don't know. It, it seemed like okay. I don't. Uh, I thought I'd just check it out because I like Ninja Theory and give it a shot. I, I enjoyed Overwatch, um, not so much by myself, but I enjoy playing Overwatch with friends. Um, but I don't know. It just seems like another one of those kind of games. Like if you like. Overwatch things like that, like you probably enjoy this game, but uh, right. I, don't know. I I just want to try it out, see what it was like. It was it's, it was a beta for over the weekend. They're gonna do another beta in a couple weeks. Uh, for like this one's gonna be, I think that one's for like a week, uh, and then it's gonna come out, I believe, at the end of April. So or maybe it's into March. It's one of the two. Um, but I played that. That's pretty much all I've been playing. Um, so I think we're gonna wrap up the show. There, Gables. I just thought of something actually. 
What? What if at the end of the Animal Crossing Direct, they announced DLC pack uh, two, character number one for Smash Brothers, Tom fucking Nook. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that would be hilarious. That would be absolutely hilarious. I'd be, I won't lie, I'd be, I'd be a little disappointed in that, but also it makes sense. Like he needs to be in the game, but also I'd be a little disappointed. I just saw that as I was talking. I don't know why that popped my head, but it just did. Tom Nook with his sandbags and stuff like that, just going through and just like yeah. uh, handing out mortgages, just going through yeah. his final smash. He's like just raining bells down upon yeah. this mortgage debt. <laughs> <laughs> That's his final smash. Is like he's weighing you down in in uh, mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes through to somebody like Solid Snake, hands up a little piece of paper. Snake looks at it. It's like, oh, hey, I'm getting the house. And all of a sudden, it's like it just starts raining down. He's like, you were in debt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a nice credit score he got there. It'd be ashamed if it dropped 20 points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know. It just popped my head for some reason. But, uh, yeah, that'll wrap up the show uh, for for this conclusion. We're going to uh, head on over and do our Game of the Year show after this uh, but thanks so much for listening if you like us go check us out on all the places YouTube uh, Twitter Facebook Twitch uh, Spotify iTunes we're all there Drunk Dashers Podcast search it you'll find us there give us a thumbs up subscribe likes whatever you gotta do to uh, five stars whatever you gotta do comments whatever you gotta do to help us uh, get more uh, more views out there so we really appreciate it if you do all that for us thank you guys so much for listening I was just out Tyler I've been Colonel Gables, so until next time, everyone, have yourself a good week, and most importantly of all, thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Thank you. Yep. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. beers there anyways we're on itunes now so go on there check us out and if you like us leave us a review and we'll even shout you out and jack will send you his credit card number